G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. There's a festering, ongoing concern about the Safe Schools program. We're going to talk to Jenny Stokes through that issue today. Jenny Stokes, welcome along to 2020. Good to be back. Jenny, uh, thanks so much for uh, for being available today and to uh, talk through some of these things with us. And I know that you've been following through, and we've been talking about this now probably uh, more than a year. Uh, the Safe Schools Coalition program, it's continuing to be a real concern because it's described as more about homosexual recruitment than preventing bullying. What are your concerns? Well, certainly there are, there are huge concerns, and, and certainly when it was first established back in 2010 here in Victoria, we were concerned about that. And it's very much a product of homosexual activism. And uh, the, some of the research quoted is, is done by homosexuals. Uh, the particular resource that they've just released, and, and many of the things they've had on, uh, on the website, things like OMG, I'm Queer, and a guide to getting your school to be a safe school, which means to promote homosexual equality, um, all of those things have been there, but they've just released a new resource, uh, which is even more concerning than some of the other things have been. And this particular resource is called All of Us, and it's designed as a year seven and eight, but particularly focused to, to teach at year seven um, in the health and PE curriculum. And it's totally endorsing uh, sexual identity, gender identity being fluid, and that all of these must be respected. It's interesting, isn't it, Jenny, when you talk about the Safe Schools Coalition, it's introduced as a, a bullying program or an anti-bullying program. But, uh, but really, uh, it's, uh, those sorts of things can be comprehensively addressed under other mechanisms. This one is just blatantly uh, moving children to uh, an idea of cementing some level of gender confusion, which happens around that, that age group. And you're talking about an age group where oftentimes this gender confusion is really starting to, uh, to, to show its head. Well, that's right. And certainly what we've found is that the schools are being told that they can't discriminate, that they must affirm children changing their gender. And that's happening down in the primary school level. And the Safe Schools Program is actually actively recruiting primary schools to be part of the, prog- part of the program and endorsing, you know, Choice, choices that a child makes as to what gender they might identify with. Things like, um, you know, toilets, being able to go and use the toilet in the gender that they choose to identify with. And that's causing problems. There was one mother here in Melbourne has um, withdrawn her children from a high school here in Victoria um, because of the toilet issue, because her, her son, who was 14, was last year told that if, if boys decide they want to identify as a girl, they can wear a dress to school. And certainly that's been part of the program. We've actually had posters that are available to put up in schools with a boy in um, a girl's uniform and to say gender is not uniform, that, you know, they should be able to go across these genders. They're told 
in the resources that gender is fluid and that um, they can choose what, what gender they might be. And so some of these are very concerning. But this new curriculum was launched at the end of, uh, end of 2015, but I've actually gone through it this week, had a look at what's actually included in the teaching curriculum. And I used to be a teacher for 20 years, so I'm sort of aware of what's happening. So it's presented as a curriculum to Year 7, but it also says in there that they should continue to teach the principles in this unit across the year levels and across every subject area. So every subject area where they can, teachers are being encouraged to include all of this material about homosexuality and gender identity in their schools. And so the first three or four lessons is, you know, making your school safe, you know, and then it goes through same-sex attracted, uh, bisexuality, transgender and intersex. So there's one lesson on each of those. And children are told that they can, you know, that they should be, one, one, be respectful and not bullying. That's one aspect of it. But to fully endorse that, and that comes about in the next three lessons. So the final three lessons are all about affirming and being an ally. So being an ally how can I stand out as an ally? And then how can I make my school safe? So children as young as 12 are being encouraged. They're presented with a pledge and asked to sign a pledge to say that they will endorse and support homosexual issues and homosexual young people in their school. And um, then the next lesson actually goes further and it encourages them. They have a handout with two missions. They have to complete two missions for the week. And they are missions that actually will actively promote homosexual acceptance and, and within the school. And that might be to, you know, talk to the principal about having posters up in the school, um, these, these Safe Schools Coalition posters. It might be one of the activities in the last lesson. They get a, they get a two-page handout, strategies to make a safer school. And there are things like that, putting your personal pledge on Facebook, uh, getting your school to join the Safe Schools Coalition and support Idaho Day, which was a you know pro-homosexual day um, that's celebrated in some of these schools, uh, getting them to teach the curriculum every year, updating school policies, getting the school to have a rainbow crossing and um, you know have gender-neutral toilets and having their library to have LGBTI books. These are activities that are presented to the children. These are your twelve-year-old um, children to get them to take on these activism things to get all of this accepted in their school. So it goes beyond just telling them about homosexuality. It goes beyond anti-bullying to actually creating activists of these students for the homosexual cause, and that's particularly concerning. Jenny, I know there'll be parents listening to those things that you're talking about there, and uh, for a lot of parents, uh, whether they be uh, Christian believers and inclined to be Christian activists or whether they just be concerned parents who are wondering about what their children are being taught at school. I'm just remembering that earlier this week there was the story of one family that decided to withdraw their children from a particular school, and I think there are 480 of these schools around the nation who are uh, introducing this uh, this Safe Schools Coalition program. And this particular parent, I, I suppose, felt so powerless that things were beginning to overwhelm the school and uh, didn't want her children to be susceptible to that and so decided to withdraw her child from the school and uh, and to enrol them in another school that didn't have the Safe Schools Coalition program. Have you heard of that sort of thing happening? Well, that's right. That's certainly the, the story of Stella White, who's a, a mother here in Melbourne. And she says she's not religious, but she was concerned about the content, that it's age-inappropriate. 
and you know, the exposing children of year seven to all of this sexualized content, it, it, it criticizes heteronormativity, for instance, which is very much an agenda-laden term, um, saying we shouldn't be heteronormative, we should accept that all of these things are part of the normal spectrum. And, uh, and so they're getting quite adult concepts um, presented to young people, and it's been written by homosexual activists themselves because Minors 18 is one of the co-authors of the, of the document, and Minors 18 is the youth group run by homosexual youth that have social events. They've got the controversial document that was on the Safe Schools page and after complaints it's been removed from there, but it's still on the Minors 18 site, all about chest binding, so that if you're a boy who thinks they're... Sorry, a girl who thinks they're a boy, you can bind your chest to you know, prohibit or to, to limit um, female development. And, uh, and, of course, that's actually quite dangerous on a health basis as well. So that's actually on the Minors 18 page. And they're one of the co-authors, and it says so quite openly in the curriculum guide, that this group uh, representing homosexual young people has been involved in the writing of the material. Jenny, what are your thoughts on what... Uh, people listening to our conversation now, perhaps their parents, they could be grandparents, uh, children going along to some of these schools that have introduced this uh, Safe Schools Coalition program. What's your thought on uh, what sort of action to take? I mean, uh, it seems to me that somehow or other withdrawing your kids from the school, uh, that might be almost the simplest thing you can do. And that doesn't sound an easy thing either. But uh, what are your thoughts that what parents should do? Well, I think parents, we, we've actually had a number of uh, things appointed in the final part of the email we sent yesterday. We'll have it up on our website uh, later today. Our website was down yesterday, but it'll be up there this afternoon. Um, we suggest finding out if your school is actually in the program, and there's a, a link to go to, to, to the Safe Schools Coalition where they've got a full list of schools, and it'll tell you who those are. There are a lot of government schools, some primary schools, and, but also a lot of independent schools have joined up, and particularly some of the Anglican schools, um, are all members of this Safe Schools Coalition. So it's not just the government schools, some of the uh, independent schools, and there are a few Catholic schools that have actually joined up to the Safe Schools Coalition. So you can't sort of think, oh, by taking them out of the government school, they're not going to be um, exposed to this. You do need to check. If your school's involved, we suggest that parents look at the material, go to the school, um, certainly if it's going to be run at the year seven level, to actually start withdrawing children from those classes and say, I actually don't want them to participate in this. Um, if, if your school's not involved, um, it's probably important to actually go to your school and make sure that they understand the problems with the program so they actually don't go down the path of getting involved, so being on the school council, talking to school council members and so on. That's an important thing. Um, talking to politicians, because this program was actually, the funding for it was approved at a national level, $8 million over four years, was approved by the Labor government, and the funding was allocated just before they left office. And so some of the national expansion of this program is being funded by the federal government. And we want the federal government, and certainly Family Voice ran a petition calling for the stopping of the funding last year, and they got 14,000 signatures calling for the federal government not to fund this program. And yet this new curriculum that we find is you know, is really over the top, they actually say on the Safe Schools Coalition website that it had to go to the federal government for approval. And so, you know, if the federal government has actually approved it, they need to get some questions as to, well, how can we actually approve this, this, this material? So I've got quotes from the material, links to the document. And what I said to parents is, read the material yourself. 
find out exactly what the teachers are told, what the student activity hands out, handouts are. The first lesson, sorry, the second lesson actually has an activity where the children, these are 12-year-olds, divide the class in two, and then one half of the class has, they have 10 questions to answer about, you know, telling your parents about your new partner. But to imagine that you're 16, and then one half of the class is actually pretending imagining that they are same-sex attracted and they're taking a same-sex partner home to their parents or um, coming out at school, this sort of thing. So, you know, putting these ideas in 12-year-old heads is, you know, beyond words. I suspect there's a few shivers down a few spines of uh, parents, grandparents, concerned people who are listening to our conversation now thinking, what can I do? Well, I guess the first thing to do is get informed, find out about whether the school that your children are going to, in fact, have this program operating. There are 480 schools around the country. You mentioned there is a list. You can find out which schools are involved and uh, have adopted this program, the Safe Schools Coalition program. Uh, I'll simply point people to the Salt Shakers website. Google Salt Shakers. Uh, You'll find some tremendous resources there to be informed about what's happening in your community. And Jenny Stokes from Salt Shakers, uh, so uh, wonderful informing uh, listenership about these things that are threatening uh, the fabric of our society. And uh, Jenny, always appreciate your insights. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. You're welcome. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.